the following episode contains strong language and scenes of intense violence. Previously on Masks and Mayhem. Just for the sake of trying, I want to roll a technology check. So the problem is, like, you only have a little bit of power. You're able to get things back online for a few minutes. Uh, the only thing you're able to confirm is that you have no network connection. Can I at least see what the date is in the bottom right corner? It is March 3rd, 2062. Here's what we understand. At some point, Yarkalen killed Yarkaven, took over Atlantis. Oh god damn it, I knew your Kardashian was gonna do something stupid. He he took over Ulabrin had a had a fancy name for him, but we just came to calling him the Shocktopus. And Yardak, you're the only one who would know what this is, just from the name alone. It, this is what the Atlanteans in short call the creature. And the baby one, you described it once as your greatest fear, and it is what you got your spear from. No, it's blow beak. And that's from a baby one. Once he took over Atlantis, he turned his sights on us, and we weren't having none of it. You know, he he rallied the people, and his, and his he has an army of those things. So this crazy theory that Ulabrin had hit me, Daddy-o. She was talking about these ancient Atlantean tablets, that if she was able to gather them, she could possibly take back control of the Shocktopuses from Yarkalen. I step into the light. Uh, the figure steps into the light, and Brock, you know what your son looks like. Hey. Ah! It's been 40 years, and he looks, well, kind of like your dad did at one point. I take off the mask. Dad? Hey, bud. I figure what we're gonna do is I'm gonna take the reins of the water pod racer and be the one to inevitably ram through the front door, preferably while blaring fortunate sons on something. It could be my phone. If I have like 10% left, I know I have that on my phone. There's definitely some tunnels that you could probably get underneath, maybe sneak in that way. I don't really know this area super well, but if you sneak in those tunnels, we give them like an hour before we batter and ram our way in. Does he have armor on, and, and of like, where do my feet land? So he has you picked up by the breastplate, you're probably at his knees. Let's see if you're really one of us, and he is going to put you face first into a pool of water that was sitting at the center of the room. You begin to thrash about, struggling against trying to get out, just out of pure instinct, when you realize that you're breathing fine. come back into the scene. You're all still in the year 2062. You're fighting the Atlantean armies that have taken over the world. Laserhawk, you are back-to-back with your son, Solar Guard. Yardak, you've been rebuffed against your attack. Visual Aid, you are struggling as the commander in the scarred helmet holds you in a pool of water, but you find yourself able to breathe. What are we all trying to do? I'm going to pretend to go limp to see if, like, he will think that I can't breathe and that, like, I've passed out, or died, I guess, or drowned, or something. Okay, 
visual aid, you're going to roll a deception check. Ooh. Haha, <laughs> I have a lot in deception. So, 22. And, Dan, what about you? So, how is she being drowned? So, there's like a pool of water in the center of this command center. It was being used like to make holograms and whatnot to, to see like the battlefield. And basically, this guy just grabbed Ruby by the neck and shoved her face first into it. And as far as you can see, she is like struggling against it. It just hit me. Okay, it's going to be a power stunt, and I'm so okay with spending whatever hero point I need to spend. So as soon as I see Ruby go limp, I use that momentary distraction to turn the water that's surrounding Ruby's face into mist so she's able to breathe. And then once Ruby is able to breathe, I want to reconstitute the mist into a solid ice fist and deck helmet scar guy. Okay, so yeah, so this is basically going to be a power stunt, not because you know, anything particular about the power, but you are using, like, an extra standard action, one to turn it into mist. Yeah, because I'm stunting. Yeah. <laughs> one to turn it into mist, and then the second one to do the actual attack. Uh, so you're, I'm not going to make you roll anything for the misting, but I will have you roll for the attack. Okay. Ooh, nine and... Nineteen. The water is able to turn into mist, freeing Ruby as she is going limp and kind of playing dead. And then immediately you kind of make this ice in midair and send it shooting towards him. Hell yeah. But he sees it coming just in time and he dodges out of the way, letting Ruby go as he kind of does like a combat roll. Ugh. So like she kind of falls into the pool, kind of playing dead, and he has dodged out of the way a, a couple feet away. Lahoo her. Um, and as you're doing this, there were a couple other Atlanteans in the room, like in this few moments of exchange. And the three of them also kind of, like, turn towards you and, and, you know, recognize that you're not exactly allies. Well, not odds I like, but we're better than them. You got this. It's been, like, 20 on two out in the courtyard, which is where we're going to go next. <laughs> uh, so, Laserhawk, what are you and Solar Guard up to? What's my next target? There's still a couple mounted turrets that are lobbing energy blasts out the way. You know what? Hang on, hang on. Father-son bonding experience. Hey, Kim, what do you think I should aim for next? We should try to get a few of those uh, turrets taken care of. If those Union guys get any close, they're definitely going to get hit. I'm so fucking proud of you, Kim, and I shoot the turret. All right, what are you hitting it with? Uh, I mean, solar shotgun, because megasonic missile seems a little excessive for a situation where I'm in total control. Okay, make an attack check. That is going to be a 19. It's a stationary target. It's mounted, so it wasn't too hard to hit it. Uh, and what is the DC on that? Uh, 24. You hit it right at the end of the barrel, essentially, and crumple it in right as another shot is about to go off and it explodes. <laughs> cool. Meanwhile, though, there are a bunch of the guards, the ones that had passed Ruby and Yardak a while ago, that have made their way out into the courtyard, like into the main area where you are, not just up along the wall. Oh, well, fuck. You do see the the last of your reinforcements, the Vulture aircraft, do a good barrel roll and dodge between, like, six different shots. Son of a bitch, that was cool. And basically, when a bunch of these guards come out, they are kind of, like, all rushing you a little bit. Carl runs up to one, activates his shield to bust one up into the air, and then when the guy comes falling back down, he just punches him into a pile of the other ones. Fucking sweet. 
Y'all are highly concerned. Meanwhile, Brock's just over here beaming at how cool his son has grown up to be. <laughs> I don't know. My boyfriend was hot old, so. I believe it's time for everybody to roll initiative. <laughs> 27. 30. 14. Rough day. Ruby didn't fail initiative. She reinforced her deception roll. Thank you. Spin Dr. Brownson will be here all day. Okay, so first in the round, Laserhawk. Oh, <laughs> what a surprise there. So yeah, you are surrounded by a good, like, about ten guys are in this courtyard with you, and that's not counting the people that are up on the wall that are, like, not in your immediate line of sight. Where is the largest collection of these buttheads? Or is there, like, five to one side, five to the other? Essentially, um, I'd say... A smattering of about, like, four of them are together, and the rest are still making their way out the door, kind of individually. Okay, um... From your perspective, they're all in front of you. There's no one really behind you. Can I roll perception check to see if this collection of four is standing near anything that, I don't know, I could knock over to get four for one? Uh, you're not even gonna need to roll perception check. Like, this is a pretty empty courtyard overall. Okay, uh, hypothetically, could I power stunt to shoot the ground between these four, causing an explosion that makes them go flying and hopefully makes one of them do the Wilhelm scream? Gotcha. Like, pretty much, maybe you're inspired by these uh, energy blasts that are coming from these turrets to enliven some of the energy to be expansive and, and an area effect. Yeah, sure, the old dog's gonna try and learn a new trick today. Alright, so that's going to be an area attack, which means that you don't have to roll for that. Okay. So what is the effect rank of your power, of your solar shotgun power? Range damage, 9. It's going to be a DC of 19, then. Okay. So basically, you send this lob going, and... Fuck you guys, fuck you guys, fuck you guys, fuck you guys, fuck you guys. Boom. It hits them. Uh, they go flying. One actually knocks into the other, who screams, ah! Yay. And they end up in a pile. One of them reaching his hand out as though he's going to try to continue the fight and then just goes down for the count. Gotta be honest, Kate never tried that one before. Yeah, I don't recognize that one either. Oh, well, I learned a new trick. Gotta think of a cool name for it. Desperate times. Desperate measures, I suppose. Desperate times. That's a good one. Are you using your hero point to negate the fatigue? Yeah, yeah, let's get that out of the way real quick. So, Lizark, are you doing anything else with your turn besides, you know, knocking heads around? I essentially would like to use Insight to uh, get a little insight on what my next turn should look like. You know what I'm saying, baby boy? Okay, so yeah, roll an Insight check. Bet. Uh, 22. I I'd say, for the most part, like, Every wall, you can kind of get a sense that if you hit it hard enough in the center, it's going to collapse, but you don't think it's, it's, you don't believe it would actually collapse the floor above. You do, however, realize that the drill piece that you can see has pretty much descended, like you can almost no longer see the drill bit. Oh, I feel like maybe I should stop that. Or shouldn't I? Don't we need shit down there? Fuck. Well, yeah, we need it. We just don't want them to have it. I'll ask my son next turn. He seems to be smarter than me. I value his opinion. You can't just use your son to get GM insights. No, I'm using my son to get my son's insight. I trust his fucking judgment. RC's the same man that has killed my friends. 
Yardak, it is your turn. Okay, there's four dudes. Are they, like, two here, two here, one here, three there? Essentially, like, yeah, it, it's three of them, and they are all at different command stations. Oh, I for some reason I thought you said four. I'm accepting three. No, no take backs. They are at stations al- along the edges, and they've basically they've turned around and they've started, like, either grabbing weapons or taking out water. Gotcha, okay. And then there is Scar Helmet, uh, who just did a combat roll away from Ruby, and uh, Visual Aid is now just kind of... I don't so, know. I don't know if uh, if she's still just limping in the pool of water. Well, no, because remember I took all the water into a punch. Ruby's still pretending to be dead. Why? You don't need to. <laughs> oh, you're just gonna have everybody fight me and let you lay on the ground? <laughs> no, for the element of surprise. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna stay acting like I'm dead. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna let Dan handle this one. Yeah. Well, I was hoping on them being dumb. Uh, so. Be- because you said that they're around the room, they're not like there's n- nobody's like next to anybody else. Not really, no. Yeah, I tried doing that too. So, in order to whittle the numbers down so it's not four on two, I'm going to try to take out some of the underlings so then we can focus on Helmet Scar Guy. Uh, we'll pick number two. Someone, sh- someone should really ask that guy what his name is so we have something cooler to call him than Helmet Scar Guy. Absolutely not. He doesn't get a name. <laughs> You know what? I respect your opinion on this one, Dan. Let's roll that water whip attack, then. I rolled a 26 altogether. What is the DC on that? 24. The whip just kind of comes around, swirling through the air, and just uppercuts him. Fuck yeah. Into the ceiling, and then back to the ground, And he, as he lands in a heap. Get fucked. What are you doing next? I'm past a ruby. It's not her turn. Oh, well, then I just pass. <laughs> no, it's my turn now. Dan <laughs> decided. We're going to jump back outside. It is now the exterior guard's turn. The six remaining ones, two of them have like these industrial versions of those things you would use to claw, pick up things off the ground. Oh, okay. Dope. Like excavators? But like it's a handheld one. Awesome. Sweet. I grew up watching Bob the Builder too. So anyway, they run up. I hope you're ready to excavate my foot out of your ass, boy. Uh, no, they did not run up to you. They ran up and basically caught both of Carl's wrists. Ooh, they after your boy. Oh. And are, like, holding his arms outright. That's fine, I can power stunt to kick two dicks at once. I'm flexible. The remaining four basically all have these Atlantean blasters and go to shoot at you. What is your dodge plus ten? Dodge plus 10, that's a 16. Fuck. So three of those are going to hit you. You're going to want to roll some toughness checks. Toughness. All right, now that's where I sunk some points into. Uh, fuck me, that first one's a 17. All right, well, that first one hits. You're going to get a negative one. And that second one's a 32. The first one, you know, got you bruised up and got you negative one. The next one didn't. Yeah, the third one's a 28. I just shit the bed hard on that first one. I rolled a three. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you're at a, you're taking a negative one to future toughness checks. Uh, how do you react to this attack and, and to what you're seeing, frankly? So, I noticed that my son's been taken by both wrists. And then I got blasted in the back. I don't acknowledge the guys that blasted me in the back. I look at these two and say, like, oh, my son, or I'm going to make you regret it. 
All right, it is uh, Scar Helmet Dude's turn. <laughs> Do you even know his name, Marcy? My name is actually Tim. Pulls out a sword with one hand and releases, if you remember before, a lot of them have chains with hooks on the ends. Wait, I recognize you. To you, Yardak. Oh? I swear to God, Robert, if this helmet comes off and it's Yardamo, we're gonna have words? <laughs> but that's impossible. You died years ago. I hear that a lot. I have. In the last, like, 48 hours, I've heard that shit a lot. And he swings the sword around a bit. It will be an honor to kill the legendary traitor. I am Yardrax. He rushes at you to slash you with the sword. Alright, what is your parry plus 10? Uh, 18. Alright, so it hits, and he goes to slash you across the stomach, but you are wearing some Atlantean armor. You're gonna roll, want to roll a toughness check. Okay. Well, you're wearing some faux Atlantean armor that Ruby made for you. Oh, that's right, it's not even real. Anywho, to 23 overall. So he slashes you across the stomach, you're gonna take a negative 1 to future toughness checks. Oof! He did the running thing where he runs past you and he stops and he's turned away from you still. Oh, the fucking anime bullshit. Hey, just be happy that you're not going to like slide in half right now. And all right, so now it is Visual Aid's turn. Hey. Who's only hearing this happen. You know, she's probably going to think her eyes are a little open, but they look closed. I mean, you're face first in the bowl. I think that was the main thing. Sure, Liz Rock was trying her to listen when you, you don't have all your senses. I imagine you've been blindfolded in the laser hut, and like kind of like Luke Skywalker fighting that little droid. I okay, I'm trying to remember, and I'm sure I did because I usually do. I have a sword already made, right? I think you had it sheathed, but yes. Okay, I would because apparently I was like doing my sheet, and I, I was like, I have instant up apparently, and I for, totally forgotten about that. Do I get anything for something being like a surprise attack? You're a little far away to be able to stab anybody. I mean, I guess you could throw your sword. Well, I was gonna... I still have a move action. But your move action would be unsheathing your sword. Oh. I would like to jump up in surprise, and I'm going to use my move action to take my sword out. And, like, so I think they'll, like, prepare, like, ah, she's gonna stab. And then, anvil! Alright, and who are we hitting with one? So we've got two guys and Yardrax left. Okay. I'm I'm worried the helmet would just protect him from the anvil too much. The others who aren't wearing helmets, right? I mean, remember, they're not. he's not just wearing a helmet. He's wearing, like, a full plated armor compared to these guys who are just, like, in normal uniforms. Ah, fuck it. Maybe I'll dent the helmet more. Anvil on him. So, yeah, you pop up, draw the sword, you form an anvil above him. What's the DC on that? The DC 17. The anvil comes down. He kind of dodges out of the way, but it knocks the sword out of his hand. <laughs> I get fucked. I mean, he still has a hook. Visual Aid, are you doing anything else with your turn? I uh, don't, because I used the move action for the sword. I Now I just have the sword out. Uh, so we're going to jump back outside real quick. My sweet boy. Yeah, and... Yeah, he fails to get out of the grasp of these uh, two industrial clamps. Damn it, Carl. He tries to do, like, a cool backflip, like, twist out of the grasp, but they just, like, toughen up and hold him in. He just kind of hurts his wrists. Now I gotta kick two dicks next turn. That's gonna take extra effort, Carl. 
Getting too old for extra effort, Carl. Uh, meanwhile, back inside, the other two guards realize that, oh, shit, she's fine, and also can make anvils? Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 One has a blaster, and the other has water. They both go to attack you. Uh, what is your uh, dodge plus ten? Hmm. Fuck off. That's, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> My dodge plus ten is twenty. So the blaster... Veers off to the side. He was, again, he was just shocked by this, so he didn't really hit you. The water hits you square in the chest, so you're going to want to roll a toughness check. I, like, deflect the blaster with the sword. That's cool as fuck. Uh, 17. So, um, you do get hit. You're going to take a negative one as this water just slashes against you. Crude. Although, could I use my hero point to not, not have that? Uh, you can use it to re-roll. I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, it's only a negative one. I'd take the hit. It's not too bad. Yeah, that's... Anything past this is worth it, but... No. One tiny little boo-boo. That's no big thing. You got big beefy Healy boy right there. That's true. Put that on my tender. (laughs) (laughs) They both rush up to you, and they're basically like right in your face as their round ends. Oh, good. They're in stabbing range now. So, that is the end of their turn. Back to the top of the round, Laserhawk. I am going to solar shotgun both of these guys in the solar plexus so they let go of my solar boy. Okay, so we're doing a- we're gonna turn this into a multi-attack then? What is the downside of power stunting again? I know it's a negative to something. The first round would be uh, fatigue, which halves your speed. I'm gonna hit the fuck out of one guy and hope that my son can take care of the other one. I'm going to give you a free hand by freeing this guy of his corporeal form, because I'm about to punch this boy's soul on his body. Full on high school bully style. And I'll say that he's kind of at a disadvantage, too, since he's kind of currently focused on maintaining that hold. Uh, yeah, bro, that's a 26. Oh, yeah, you hit the fuck out of him. Uh, what's the DC? <laughs> that is a 25. Uh, yeah, he is, he is out. Describe to me what that looks like. Previously, I have warned, let go of my son, he didn't. I run up, I sock the dude right in his stomach, and I imagine that, like, he doesn't go flying. But he moves forward a couple feet before just crumpling. He gets a little bit of air time. Uh, Yardak, it is your turn. I feel like she's gonna be okay because they're within stabbing distance. And, uh, so he is swordless, but he still has the hook. Oh, no, he's displayed that he has water abilities. Because uh, I was like, I was going to freeze his feet to the floor, but then I was like, wait, he can just go, no. <laughs> Counterspell. Yeah, you've activated my trap, Yugi boy. <laughs> so I really want to lay into this big bastard, and instead of just throwing one ice lance, I want to, in quick succession, throw three and just shoo, shoo, shoo. Okay, so we're going to do a multi-attack uh, against a single target. Roll that attack check. Okay. Uh, 15. Uh, it's a total of 25. You're going to get a plus two then on the DC, so what does that bring it to? 26 altogether. Now it matches my spear. <laughs> These ice lances just go and are just like sticking out of him as they start to melt. And he drops for a second, but then stands back up. He just got impaled three times. Come on, die. But he is an Atlantean warrior. Ulabrin is tougher. You're a pincushion. 
you start hearing like some kind of siren alarms, like wing, wing. How do they go? Wing, <laughs> wing. Did you say we hear silent alarms? Siren alarms, klaxon alarms. Is that better? Yeah, klaxon. And you start to feel the ground shake a little bit. Uh oh. I don't know. Don't like that. Great. Just like slightly, but like both inside and outside, you're feeling it a bit. Oh, why did you talk me out of destroying the drill? You said it was the drill. True. Oh no, it's the shock to push. And you see Yart Drax, even though he's holding his wound, goes, You're too late. He's coming. And we're going to jump out to the Atlantean guards on the outside, of which there are not many left. And they all go to basically like tackle rush you, Laserhawk. Bring it on, bitches. And so, what is your parry plus 10? Parry plus 10, I think that's a 16, because it is. Two of them go to hit you, and they and they miss. You know, you're being a little nimble, but you run face first into the other guy who just basically socks you in the jaw. Alright, I have a negative one to that right now. 23. You take it like a champ, and you are perfectly, like, fine, no notable issues. Fuck you, buddy. That sucked. Like, he's shaking his hand like, shit, this guy's tougher than I expected. Yeah, lovely did you know, I do jaw workouts. So Yardrax, meanwhile, swings at you, Yardak, with this chain hook. Oh. What is your dodge plus 10? 20. Maybe you just, like, use some water to just, like, push it out of the way, like, from actually making contact with you. He decides to actually make a break for the door. And then it is Visual Aid's turn. Those guys still in stabbing range, right? Those guys are still in stabbing range. Would like to stab. All right. Are we stabbing both of them? Or are you trying to multi-attack here? Or... Fuck it. Let's use a hero point and uh, multi-attack. Minus two is 25. All right. Uh, first one, good contact. Second one. Less good contact. Less good. It's 26. Describe me what that looks like and give me the DC. A visual aid goes and slashes into one of their chests. Just still has a lot of momentum and just keeps going into the other one's leg and like brings the sword back up. What is the DC on that? 19. These guys both scream out. One touching his gaping chest wound, the other limply trying to crawl away. Uh, they are out of combat, though. She just goes, my name is Inigo Montoya. But she'll, she only says that. She doesn't complete the whole thing. Her dad's alive. <laughs> Her dad's alive. <laughs> well, probably not anymore. Her dad's probably dead now, but she doesn't want to think about it. So we're jumping back outside to Solar Guard, who successfully breaks free of the remaining guy. Oh, thank God, kid. Fuck. And immediately backhands him, sending him flying. He does what he did earlier. He basically, he breaks the grip immediately throws up the shield and bashes this guy away. Uh, and, and a shower of sparks flies off of the shield when he does that, too. Sweet. Because we took out all of the uh, interior guards, uh, we are back at the top of the round with the laser hawk. You said that the earth was a rumbling, right? It's a steady rumbling. In fact, now at this point, it has gotten much stronger. I'm gonna roll me a perception check to see what I can see. Yeah, go for it. 21. Uh, what you can see immediately, there is like a, a spot in the wall where you can see out into the ocean, and you do see like in the immediate area right out on the ocean, you do see like a rumbling in the water coming closer. 
Uh, hey kid. You've been around a little longer than me. The fuck is that? Oh shit, this might be a capital ship. Joy, is that something we gotta worry about? Yes. We better get what we came for and get the hell out of here. Alright. Any idea where that is, boy? I'm gonna guess that's what they're drilling for. That's our be- that's our most likely shot. So do we jump down the hole? I I guess. Uh, there are still some guards out, out around you, by the way. Fuck them. Alright, boy, here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna go to that hole. I'm going to hug onto you. We're gonna drop down it. You're gonna use our shields to make sure that this doesn't become a murder hole. Oh, you're hugging your son! Shut up, don't let him know that this is just an excuse for me to hug my boy. So you're gonna have to delay your turn in the initiative then until until you reach him. I kind of figured that's what was gonna happen. It's Yardak's turn. Did he leave the room yet? Yeah, he's pretty much at the doorway now is where he's been able to make it to. So then I want to... I just want to yank this bitch off his feet with my water. It's a negative two penalty to your check. Okay. Minus two, so ten. Oh, 20. So now we're going to do an opposed roll. You're going to roll... What are you better at? Acrobatics or athletics? Um, acrobatics. Acrobatics. Okay. Uh, so it's acrobatics versus athletics. Um, so you roll yours. Fuck yeah. 16 plus 8. 24. Uh, you won the roll, and so now you have tripped him. Uh, describe to me what that looks like. Even though I feel like we're pretty much the same size, I just want it to be, like, more David and Goliath-esque, where, like, I just fucking, like, wrap his ankles, and he's like, oh, no, and just, sl- like, falls flat face onto the ground. I imagine that because he's so, like, heavy and in the armor and everything, goes, like, shoulder in and, like, cracks the tile. Ooh, yeah. Bitches always be tripping. He kind of attempts to, like, kip himself up, and he fails, and he slowly kind of, like, shakily gets himself up on his feet again. But he's a little shaky, based on, like, you know, wasn't expecting that kind of trip, and it was a really hard fall. And then visually, it's your turn. Is he in stabbing range? Uh, you, if you ran up to him, he could be. Uh, but, he still has the, but he still has the armor and stuff on, right? Yeah, but you got a sword. <laughs> How have... It's a fancy Atlantean... Fuck it, I run up to him and I stab him. Uh, roll that attack check. Okay, so 15 plus 16 is 31. All right, what's the DC on that? 19. All right, where do you stab him? Right in the back. Yeah, we'll say maybe he kind of rolled with it a little bit, so you, you essentially you try to stab him and end up more slicing him across the back. He reacts with a furious growl. Do you do anything else? Scooch a little back from this guy. Yeah, you, you got within stabbing range, but you don't want to be within swatting range. Yeah, exactly. So then it is Solar Guard's turn, and he looks at you, Laserhawk, and he gives like a nod, and he's like, we're doing this? Baboyashi. You run, and you jump in midair, you hug your son. Yep, coolest hug ever. And you begin to kind of barrel roll while you're going into the tunnel, and he activates the shield right as you reach the bottom, which is kind of just literally like perfect timing, beginning to open into a cavern. Oh. What the fuck is in this cavern? I don't like that. Oh, this is bigger than I was expecting. Yeah, it's not a gigantic cavern, but it's a decent size. It's a little dark, but his shield is kind of lighting the area up. I would like to roll a perception check to see if there's any obvious indication of what direction we should go in the giant gaping cavern. Okay, roll it. That is going to be a 22. 
When you look around, you realize like there's a couple like very basically clearly man-made structures. It's a four pillars that are seemingly surrounding like what looks like an altar. Nope. Mm-mm. Well, son, I'm not a cavernologist, but I think we should go that way. That can I can I still move, or is that pretty much it for my turn? Just walled on the hole and look. Yeah, I'm gonna say like you saw what you saw, and then we're gonna move on to the next person. I'll say obviously you were able to like get up on your feet again. Oh, I hope so. Y'all like roll a perception check. And eight, nineteen. While some of them got destroyed during your fray, you're able to look on the monitor, and you do see outside a gigantic ship begin to rise from the ocean, and a part of it is, like, reaching out, and it looks like it's about to dock with the end of the facility. I forget, did we get comms? Uh, yeah, we have, like, little earpieces. Let's say, um, can I contact the, uh, the, what do we, what do the aircraft, it's not a vulture. We have cons with each other. Yeah. Okay, then I'm gonna at least hop on, even if I can't talk to the vulture, I'm gonna hop on comms to Laser Hawk, and I assume Laser Lad has one as well. Laser Lad. Said, uh, when I get on the comms and yell, big ass ship coming out of the ocean, party pooper has landed. Cool, I fell in the hole and there's a spooky altar. I'm gonna go see if it'll give me a Scooby-Doo mystery to solve. Uh, I feel like it's a bad choice. Yeah, we've made a lot of bad choices. That's why we're in the future. As it goes, Scooby Dooby Doo, where where are you? No, seriously, where are you? I fell down the hole that they were drilling in. Yardrax, he goes and he slams the button to open the doors and begins to run out. With both hands out in front of me, I want to just blast him with like a blizzard and just like try to f- whole body freeze him to the wall. DC? Uh, oh, yeah, plus 10. 22. He is frozen straight up to the wall. Like he was reaching for the button when you froze him to the wall so that he's not blocking the door. Oh, okay. You have him. He is like struggling against the ice, but he's not able to break it, it seems yet. And now I want to walk up to him. Oh, you were looking for a fight earlier. Why are you so scared now? Easy to say when I'm the one frozen to the wall. Oh, shit. He can respond. Freeze him more. Oh, yeah. I want to I just like just to be a dick, like to put a little more ice on him. So where are you running off to? To meet up with my king, fool. Um, so he is restrained at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, he is, he is frozen to the wall. Let Ruby be a killer. I was just gonna make sure if we needed some rope to keep him even more restrained. I am not a murder hobo. But I do like stabbing things sometimes. <laughs> I'd say we're sufficiently out of initiative since right now there's no one able to really attack anybody. I make some rope and I go for just in case, but I guess we can probably just keep him like this. And why do you need to see your king so badly right now? Because I wanted him to see the victory that was to come. You just lost! <laughs> <laughs> no, the drill will will make contact and he will have the fifth tablet. So he is after the Dragon Balls, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you doing now, Laserhawk? I'm going to the spooky altar that clearly is important to something I don't know. Kind of my best guess right now. Basically, it looks like it is. Uh, it opens up. I open it. For a moment, it glows like a calming blue, and there's a tablet inside. Break it. No, take it! We need them! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I joined that and put it in my pocket like a cartoon character and shit. Dan, just... I have impulse issues. I assume that in Brock's leather jacket, he has one shoplifting pocket that I put the tablet inside of. Yeah, you gotta have a shoplifting pocket. Yeah, I'm a superhero. I have to have a shoplifting pocket. (laughs) 
so very concerning. <laughs> if you have like a pension and crypto and shit, and you're and you've got a shoplifting pocket. Walk on the high wind, dude. Hell of a city. All right, so you've got the tablet. What's everybody doing now? Hey guys, I found the tablet. Should we like reconvene the fuck away from here? Or? Are you guys able to get back up? That, yes, I can jump. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Visual aid. Make a perception check. Uh oh. Oh, I don't. Why? Why only me? Please perceive. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm not the only one here. Uh, seventeen. Yardak was kind of focused on keeping Yardrax, you know, congealed to the wall. And you catch up that not only has the big capital ship, uh, which is, again, when you look at it, gigantic. Like, we're talking the size of, like, a luxury cruise liner. <laughs> I'm gonna blow it up. And as it docks, it opens up, and you see basically, like, a stream of soldiers and, like, basically, like, attendants start coming out and forming lines on either side. Ruby starts humming in her head the Oleo. Yo, from the Wizard of Oz. I think we've got company, and I don't want them. And I don't want- I didn't clean for this. My house is a mess. You've got a limited window before these undocked people start cleaning up a shop and taking care of business. I'm gonna go with the cheese it option. All right, because you got to get out of the- you got to get out of the hole still, and then whatever else is coming next. I can jump really, really far. I'm not concerned about me. How far- can I see on the, the ship? What do you mean? I am wanting to maybe turn their attention to something else for a little bit. Okay. So my idea is going to make it seem, like, make it at least sound or, like, seem like there's an explosion somewhere on the ship. So, yeah, when you look at the monitors, you can get, like, because there's, like, so many different ones around the facility, you can get a good view of, like, these big parts of the ship. And you do also see that the vulture craft is coming down for, like, one more bombing run, but it's not looking good. <laughs> Okay, I am going to time it so it looks like the vulture was successful in, like, doing just a massive explosion on the ship to, like, distract everyone on it and get everyone focused on that. Okay. We don't have a way to contact the vul- We don't have a way to contact the, uh... We're contacting, um, uh, Rickard. Me and the boy can escape easily. You guys should try to hitch a ride on that vertebrate vulture. Did you complete your mission? Oh, we got the song, bitch. Cool. I give Rickard a call. Ruby, what's up? Laserhawk has what we came for. Him and uh, uh, Solar Card Carl. They said they can escape easily, but I think Yardak and I might need a lift. I just grabbed the building we're in. But I was thinking I can make it seem like there's an explosion on the sh massive ship that just came in and distract them. Ruby, even if I sent something right now, they wouldn't get to you in time. If, if you're saying that they're already there, you gotta you gotta sneak out of there. I'll see what I can do. And so I'm just gonna make it seem that there's an explosion on the uh, ship. It's got, like, sound, and, like, people can see flames and everything. I put a little something extra. There's also a little, a little bit of smell in there. It smells like something's burning. It does send everybody into a bit of a panic, though. They begin to, like circle back and kind of going out into the facility and getting off the ship. But I, I almost imagine it's actually a couple explosions, not just one. Sure, sure. They're kind of fleeing off the ship quicker onto the platform. Okay, and then I, I make sure we're still just Vizalanteans and I go to Yardak, let's go. Yeah, we, mm, should we leave homie here or try to take him as a prisoner? Your, your call. Well, he did see us. He did see us and he knew who I was so he can tell Yarkalen that I'm here. Let's take him, and I 
Fuck it. I make a bag and put it over his head. Question. I just had an idea. Because you don't know how I can move ice and water around. What if I just, like, I won't kill him, leave him breathing, but, like, encase him in ice, and then just kind of go and move him? Because I'm just moving the ice. He wants the hot solo him! Yeah, but ice, not carbonite. And then I can move it because he's, he's surrounded by it. I support this. There's nothing that says you can't. Other than I think the only thing is that this would definitely add a negative to any stealth rolls. Oh, uh, well, I don't think we're being very stealthy right now, so, okay. We're trying to sneak out! Oh. <laughs> I, we need to bring him with us, but we, we also can't have him talk, so I need you to make a gag. Because what if he yells? Makes gag, gives to you, and I go, I don't know, should we just knock him out? I don't know. Okay, well then, yeah, I'll, I'll take my, the end of my spear and bonk him on the head, knock him unconscious, and then we'll just float him on out of here with the ice. What my suggestion is, make it look like he's on a gurney or something, and we're taking a body out, and like, we're medics. Okay, okay, yeah, we can do that, we can do that. But, uh, so I want to, like, keep his feet and hands bound so he can't, if he does wake up, he can't go anywhere. But, um, I also, I made rope, we don't need the ice. So I'm saying that we're leaving with him on the gurney, and I'm still making explosions, like we're escaping an explosion. I'm confusing the fuck out of these Atlanteans. Alright, so you're trying to escape. Laserhawk, presumably you're grabbing Carl and jumping on up. Bingo bango. Right into the center of the courtyard. Well, obviously first I gotta jump up into the courtyard, but it's not like I'm gonna hang out there and order the filet of fish. I'm fucking jumping as far away immediately after. Oh, okay, so you're, like, fleeing the scene. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm trying to get as much distance between me and this place as possible. Alright, roll a perception check. If Ruby and your neck need, uh, fucking back up, I'm fast and maneuverable enough to get there in no time. Yeah, I mean, getting the tablet out of here is the most important. 29. As you're flying through the air, you turn your head back, and you see, in a much more armored version than you remember in the past, Yarkalen stepping down from the ship. And for a brief moment, you make eye contact as you bound away from the scene. After that first jump, I am keeping my jumps low to the ground so they can't just follow my lasers. Do, uh, with us in our little gurney, do we notice a Yarkalen? Uh, alright, let's have you roll uh, a combined, you'll both roll a stealth check. You can also roll a stealth check then. Yeah, I just rolled a nat 20, and you know how much I have in stealth. I'm good. 23. 17. Yeah, bro, that's a 30 fucking 6. <laughs> so you round a corner, and there's kind of people going all around, trying to tend to wounded and whatnot, and, and you do see, like, someone stops you and says, where's he going? He got hit pretty bad during all this commotion. Uh, I mean, you heard the bombs, uh... Can't lose another guy, so I'm taking him to the infirmary. Roll deception check. Can I help him with deception? Because I am good at that. Yeah, you can assist with that. We, we really got to get him there fast. He, he was really hurt. 25 altogether. And... 26. Yeah, the, they take a look at him, and they, and they see kind of the scarring along his helmet. Generally, he looks a little bit beaten up. And he goes, yeah, get him out of here. Get him, get him in the infirmary right away. Yeah, yeah. Good luck out there. I'm imagining you're going back the way you came, like, trying to go through those tunnels. Yeah. Yeah. Both of you roll a perception check as well. 13 plus 8, 21. 
Ted, I don't see shit. 21, uh, Yardak, as you're making your way, like, remember how at one point you were around a, a corner and a group and a garrison ran by you? Yes. Yeah, kind of the reverse. You get around the corner as these guys are going by you. They don't realize you're going into the tunnels. Uh, but you hear one of them say, I heard he's pissed. The, the tablet has apparently been confiscated by the enemy. He's already got four of them. You know, it's, it's, it's only a matter of time now. We have to make sure to secure the ship. It's more vital than ever. Oh, so all the tablets are on the ship. Well, I've got an idea. Hey out there. We've had a pretty exciting month. We did our first live stream game over Halloween, titled Horrorween, Terror in Tremont Falls, and it included some guest appearances, which is pretty cool. Both Troy from Green Ronin Publishing, as well as Control-Alt-Quinn from Twitch joined us for a slasher movie-themed game set in the Mayhemverse, which is cool because Dan, Brandon, and Rachel, as well as the two guests, basically got to play brand new characters. Your standard horror movie stuff, a group of college kids go out to an abandoned mansion in the middle of the woods and are confronted by something horrible, and a few of them even came dangerously close to death. But it was super fun, and we're hoping to do more special events like that in the future. If you want to check that out, a recording is available on our YouTube page, and you can find that by going to youtube.com slash at symbol mayhemcast. Also, just a reminder that if you want to help keep the lights on, we also have a Ko-Fi page that can be used for sort of a tip jar. That can be found at ko-fi.com slash mayhemcast. Anyway, for now, let's get back to the game. You're able to get into those tunnels. Remember, it does get a little tight through them, but you're able to maneuver. And then they lead into some caves that exit out into the forest. For the sake of flavor text, can I assume I'm waiting by the end of the tunnels? Yeah, you were able to maybe kind of bounded your way. Like, you made it seem like you're going off in the distance and then kind of, like, jumped your way back. So it's Brock and Carl, right? I hope so. I assumed. Honey, I'm home. Well, that sucked. What do we do now? Well, now we gotta hightail it the hell out of here. Carl, oh, I see you brought a guest for dinner. A <laughs> uh, hostage, apparently. And I do kind of like spirit figures. <laughs> Look at him. And I kind of kick at the frozen bits. We gotta get the fuck out of here. How do we get out of here? We use our vehicle as a battering ring. Also, we've got one tablet. Well, it's not like we know where the other tablets are. Yes? I think there are seven. And they've got five of them. We, we need all five of those, too, right? Yeah. But... Making sure that they don't have at least this one, the other two would be, or the other one to make two would be great. So just getting this the hell out of here. Yeah. Because we are severely outmanned right now. From the way that guy was talking, I would think the ones they have seem to be on the ship. Well, yeah, yeah, I said that back when, as soon as I heard them. Because they said it was like of utmost importance to secure the ship. Yeah. Well, is there any way we can get old Silver Fox to get someone here to get this tablet the fuck out of there so we don't lose the ship? Um, let me call old Silver Fox, I guess. It's been a fucking weird couple of days, huh? Tell me about it. My kid's older than me right now. My boyfriend that my sister used to joke that I was cradle robbing because he was a whole year and a half younger than me is now, like... 20 years older How than me. How many times did you change that boyfriend's diapers? <laughs> this is weirder for me. You know, as much as he's been injured. Go for record. <laughs> She's like, hey, daddy. 
Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we got out and we, we have one of them. All right. Excellent. We got to get that tablet out of there. Is there, is there. We also have intel. We think we have intel that the other ones they have are on the ship. They have some. How many? I think five, right? Yeah. Jesus. Which is not great. Okay. Uh, you're with it, right? Are you with the tablet right now? Yes. And then I, I uh, laser, uh, laser hawk has it. All right. I've got an idea, because if they've got five of them, this is, this is a, a big deal. I'm going to send some more vultures your way, all right? Okay. All right. Make it snappy. It's getting hairy out here. I'm going to ping your sat phone right now. Bury the tablet there. I need you to get to that ship. Already digging a hole. Laser scooping. We'll have someone come to that location. They'll find it. But you gotta get If they have five, that's entire game changer. They're so close to getting it. I think Kawabunga it shall be. Should we leave anyone here just in case so they don't find where we buried it? Carl pipes up. I can stay behind. I can, hi- I can hide in the caves. Keep an eye out. Sounds good to me, kid. Stay safe. What about Frosty here? We want to just kick him down the hill? Oh, yeah. Loki, we took an Atlantean hostage. The number of hostages we've had to take over the years. It doesn't matter. They'll let a hundred hostages die. Oh, yeah. By the way, I saw your boy Dickie. He looks like a real tool. Dickie? You know, you're a spoiled douchebag. Uh, so Carla, while you're having this discussion, is literally just taking the gurney and flipping the guy into the ocean and pushing him out. So proud of my future boy. <laughs> That's one way to deal with that, I guess. I feel like we shouldn't use the tunnel again. We've already done that two times. They might get smart to it. I, how, about, how about we do like a little roundabout? Like we go down and out into the ocean and then I just kind of hook one of you under each arm and then just paddle real quick. And then we approach them from like sea. The, the ship is also like hanging, is like hovering like the, like the scout craft. Oh. Yeah, it's like in the air right now. Oh, bitch, what? Why do you fly? Because he's a dramatic bitch. I don't like it. I mean, shit, I could plow through that bitch by air. That's what we can do. Just turn Laserhawk into a literal missile and just have him fucking break through. Which, we need to be a little stealthy that because we gotta get on the ship and, like, look around for those tablets. Rickard says that he's sending people to the sat phone location right now, but that he pinged the sat phone, so they had a location then you can take it with you still. Bet. What's about you, kid? And he just takes you in a big, tight hug. Oh, love you too, kid. He also pulls the other two of you in. Huh. Oh, this is so <laughs> fucking cute. Be careful out there, guys. I don't, I don't want to lose you again. Goes double for you, kid. I look at this man who's significantly older than me and go, you're a good kid. <laughs> your mom must have done a hell of a job raising you, because Lord knows I shit the bed. You're going to make your way back through the tunnels, get back in no problem. Kind of at that crossroads right before uh, you're really in the facility. And uh, when you look through, you do see like a lot of guards standing around. And you knew that was going to happen. Also a lot that are like kind of trying to patch up like you know some of the broken things. Let's just walk with purpose. I'm walking with purpose, but I'm also making it sound like there are explosions right above us, and that, like, some rubble is, like, falling from the cavern. Like, maybe it's gonna collapse, and maybe, like, freak freak them out. And what about you, Laserhawk? Well, I guess that, uh, hopefully, they will be able to tell 
by the way I use my walk, I'm a woman's man with no time to talk, and they'll leave me alone. That reference is lost on me, but everybody roll deception. Look, I'm trying to be staying alive, staying alive. Ah, 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 ah. Okay. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Hell yeah. I'm a world-class liar, 29. I have three deceptions, so it's a great thing that I just rolled a nat 20. Nice. 26. Uh, Yeah, you're walking with purpose. No one really seems to take too much notice to you. They're also distracted because, like, you know, these rumblings, and they're and they're kind of looking at the cavern. Uh, and a couple of them are like, "Well, it doesn't matter. The tablet's already gone. There's nothing. There's nothing to get there anymore." And there's one. And there's one of them who just grabs a guy by the collar and he says, "There is ancient Atlantean architecture in there we could learn from." He's smart. Listen to him. All right. So yeah, where where are you all work, walking with purpose too? To be clear, out of this cave at, to the ship. You've gotten through the facility. You've gotten to the ship. The ramp is still down, so it's docked. Again, this ship is gigantic, kind of the same kind of purplish-bluish hues as everything else. You can see along the bottom, like, essentially a large, industrial-sized version of the hovercraft piece the scout ship had. Well, I mean, I have no doubt my ability to sneak onto this ship and look around. Yeah, I mean, again, you're able to, like, get into the ship. There's not anybody checking tickets as you go on. I kind of mumble to my team. Honestly, I think the best bet for us might be to split up and look around. I'm squishy. Dicey. All right, then. You two split off from me, then. Okay. I'm sneaky and not squishy. I make a sword that purposely looks like an Atlantean sword. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or roll a create check. 25. Yeah, you make this this sword, and it's like the curvature. Like you would say, it looks identical to the one that Yardrax had. Okay, I achieved that, and I, you know, kind of put my hood up, and I go, "Let's go," I guess. And you reach uh, a section of the ship that does seem to have like kind of a breakdown of the different departments. Where's the tablet department? I find the section that says you are here. It's like, basically like a mall map. <laughs> All right, where's the Apple Store so I can get my goddamn tablet? basically kind of breaks down like kind of the most secured parts of the facility okay the most secured parts of the facility are power generation royal quarters storage oh he absolutely has them in his own room yeah i was like i'm saying they're either in his room or storage absolutely you two want to check his room and i can sneak around storage Sounds good to me. All right, you guys need anything? We've got the intercoms. Let me know. I feel like I might be able to bust through a few of these doors. Curious as to what exactly you're doing uh, to sneak about. Um, I'm more so trying to go with the hide in plain sight method of just walking with purpose. If I feel that I am in a situation where uh, maybe I shouldn't be walking a certain direction, I simply turn a corner. I was wondering if you were going to try to sneak through vents. Oh, fuck yeah, let's solid snake this shit. Rolling a stealth check now. Ugh. A 12. But if I add my combat tactical 16 to that, that makes him a 28. Now I'll stop. <laughs> You're able to break into some vents. You easily sneak your way up. You were heading to storage, you said, correct? Yes, sir. So yeah, you successfully, I, I you kind of unscrew the vent drop stealthily and silently down into the storage room. Yep. And we're going to jump back over to Yardak and Visual Aid. What are y'all doing then? Uh, do you want to do hide in plain sight, or do you want to do stealth stealth? Yeah, I'd rather just 
act like we belong, mosey about. I think we're, we're just walking with purpose straight to his old his old best friend, now murderous psychopath bedroom. I mean, yeah. So you reach uh, royal quarters without issue, but there are two guards stationed right outside. Um, have they seen us yet? No, no, you're like down the hall from them, but you can tell based on the map that that's where they are. I'm trying to think, should we just try to like incapacitate them? Yeah, is there just one hallway or is it like a T? Uh, yeah, it's like a T. Okay, so I'm imagining we're coming down like straight at them. Right. So I'm going to make it sound like there's a commotion down one of the other hallways, not the obviously not the one we're down. And it's like something specifically, like it's someone trying to break in. The one goes, you should check on that. Aren't you going to come with me? And he says, no, I think I'm going to stay here for now. Okay, one is fine. All right, so the, the one goes down that way. One, yeah, one just took off at a, at a bit of a nice jog down the one hallway. So on the other the other hallway, I'm going to make it sound like there's another fucking explosion. And he kind of like jostles for a bit. He was looking at you for a second, but then he's like, wait, what the hell? And he goes and he goes to take off to take a look at it. Oh, perfect. And now I try to just purposely act like I'm not doing anything wrong. I'd walk right towards the door. Okay. Yardak? Same, right with her. And I imagine that a second we open it, that motherfucker's going to be in there. So let's go. And I have my like hand on my sword. So when the door opens and it slides up just like the other door, it's just a very nice, frankly, a little luxurious bedroom. You know, a nice plush pillows, uh, a writing desk, a little calli- calligraphy. It looks like the remnants of a meal is still there. On the wall, you see five tablets aligned with spaces on either end for two more. Oh, fuck me. Well, I wait for the door to close and I want it can't be that fucking easy, right? No, I want to Indiana Jones it. We're going to make fake tablets and put them up there. Yeah. Okay, great. I love that. I'm making five fake tablets. Let's go. That is a great fucking idea. All right, roll some create checks. Uh, 26. Fuck yeah. You're not uh you're not fluent in ancient Atlantean. Um so if anyone took any too close of a look, they probably would see some some subtle differences. But but yeah, you make a decent uh counterfeit. So you're gonna say something to calm, right? Hey Laserhawk. Yeah. Well we found them. He was using them as wall art. <laughs> that is such a Yark Kalen thing too. Back in the vents. Do we have a bag or should I make a bag? I don't have a bag. Make a couple totes. I make a bag. No, I make two bags. I t- I take two of them. I give Yardak three of them. That way, if we have to split up, we don't. They don't get all five of them. Like, and they capture one of us. They don't get all five of them back. And then I'm I'm switching them out on the wall now. Okay, uh, Laserhawk, what are you doing? I guess I'm crawling back in the vent like a dickhead. All right, roll a perception check. That is going to be a twenty-three. Thirteen plus ten. You know, I just crawled through the vents and gotten out. And so you didn't really get very much time before you got the call and you were turned away. And when you turn around, you realize there's a lot of familiar materials in this storage area. A lot of things displayed in, like, glass cases. Oh, no. You see Hornet's mask. You see your own jacket. You see Yardak's spear. How good a condition is my jacket in? (sighs) Few more holes than you have in it right now. Ah, shit, because I remember my jacket got fucked up this adventure, so I was going to say, if that's a better condition, I'm going to just swap them out. (laughs) God, the fucking paradox of doing that. (laughs) So that's what my logo looks like in the future. That's kind of cool. Out of curiosity, is anything of mine in there? 
you do see a, a visual aid mask. If the van was in there, I was going to say, write it out. Uh, yeah, that's going to be stealthy. It's just moving an entire fucking van out of storage. Actually, it's the van, but it's like destroyed. Oh. You know what? I Brock pulls out his phone, takes a picture of this. Obviously, I make sure the flash is not. I'm not a fucking idiot. Okay, the whole room or just my van? Now, I photograph this display. And then proceed to, uh, because this is an idea I've been having anyway, I proceed to look at my jacket and go, I should add a hood to this. That would look nice. But, uh, yeah, neat. But if You I also- Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to let you know some of the other things you're seeing around oh, the room. Oh, yeah, no, go ahead. So I was going to say, if there's nothing else here, but if there is, please. The severed head of Atlas the Alpha. Oh, son of a bitch. Holy shit! I mean, while I'm here, is there anything particularly useful I can grab? My pockets are empty. I guess the only thing that's, like, tech that you could take with you is you do see Brigand's gloves. <laughs> Fucking mine? Okay. Take them! The one has, like, a- remember, the one has, like, a laser tip finger. Mm-hmm. Dude, not only am I taking them, but this is the beginning of, like, me ripping off this idea in the laser hut. This is cool as shit. Trophies of the people you've killed? No! Trophies of the villains I've defeated! My god, I could take an idea and make it less grimdark. Fuck. <laughs> okay, but you said uh, Atlas the Office Head, and then what else? Brigand's Gloves. Oh, Midnight Hydra's ma- uh, Mask. Oh, I'm totally taking that one. That one's gonna be really hard to find, like, in the now. Or sorry, I guess not Mask Visor. I'm taking it. I got my shoplifting pocket. You see Vapor Kappa's sword, but it's broken. Um, yep, taking that. Fuck it. You see a broken crossbow? Ooh, is this Apocalypse Means? Uh, no, it's not familiar to you. Oh. Uh. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, when the fuck has anybody used a crossbow? This is a secret tool we'll get to, to later. I have a theory. I think RC's setting something up that we're gonna, like, meet someone when we go back. Oh, yeah, obviously. If there's a crossbow here with all the dead heroes and villains, then clearly someone's gonna use a crossbow in our future. And if not, I just gave Mercy an idea. But uh, I kind of started talking uh, the second you did about like the shit that was in there and nobody heard me. You're like, and the other things that you see here. And I was like, stuffed cafe and bodega. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> no, they're fine. 40 years later, they're still fine. <laughs> probably got some ruby blood mixed in them somehow. And Yo, is there any King Krakatoa swag down here? Uh, you do see his crown. Uh, yoink. Remember you're trying to be stealthy? <laughs> Yeah, I am being stealthy. I'm making sure no one sees me take the shit. Is Ulrich, do we know if Ulrich's dead or not? Is anything from Ulrich in there? You see his uniform. Ah, oh, that sucks. Yoink. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Kidding about that one. That one's going to be harder to take. Respect. Not even that you just respect him. It's just that was harder to take. But yeah, I've taken all this swag. I'm getting the fuck out of here before I get busted. All right. Uh, you get back into the vents without issue. Uh, do you want me to roll a stealth check? Okay, I listen- sorry. Uh, yeah, you're gonna want to roll a stealth check. 27. Yeah, you're being stealthy, and what are you listening for? Before we open the door to leave, I want to listen to see if those guards are back. Gotcha. You don't hear any guards specifically, or- or actually, sorry, you're gonna want to roll a perception check, what am I thinking? Um- Supposed to say, RC, you're being rather generous. Something bad's gonna happen, huh? Hey, Dan, you wanna roll for something too? 
a, a little group perceiving. Uh, 15. Oh, well, my roll was a 15, plus 8 is 23. Actually, you do hear uh, the guards starting to walk their way back, and they're both like, what the fuck was that? Yardak, you notice on the wall, there's like a little, like a readout of different systems and things like that. Okay. And you do see, uh, basically, that an order has just been placed uh, to power up the systems. Like, uh, they're, starting to, they're starting to increase power generation. Fuck it, another, ex- another explosion time! Are we still in the room, or did we leave the room? No, we haven't left. Is it uh, an outward-facing room, or is it in the middle of the ship? Middle of the ship. Fuck. Fuck. All these inside rooms, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, um, I am going to make... You did roll perception pretty well, that this room does have vents as, vents as well. <laughs> Why don't we laser hawk in the vents? <laughs> spider monkey the shit out of this. Hang on tight, spider monkey. You roll a stealth check. Twenty-three altogether. Um, eighteen. Yeah. Uh, you're fine. Where are you trying to meet up together? I just contact um Laserhawk, and I so I assume you are also John McLeaning it right now. Yes. Yeah, I'm in the vents right now. And I go us too. We had to trick guards to leave the door to get into the place. I don't know how to trick them, you know, so we can leave and they don't notice. Yeah. Well, you've got that. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. And I go, okay, how do we meet up? I don't know how to, you're be- I think you're better at going around vents than the two of us. Go opposite the draft. We're in vents, there's gonna be air. Oh, okay. And then I, I do that. Ruby, the sat phone starts buzzing. What up? Ruby, our guys are inbound right now, but energy signature indicates that this thing's powering up to go back down. You, uh, you need to get to power down, or, uh... You might have to stay on the ship. We're in the vents right now. Uh, we, we found the tablets, by the way. Since important to let you know. Fantastic. I'm with Yardak right now. I split them up between the two of us. That way, if one of us gets captured, they at least don't get all of them back. Good idea. Ursi, for the sake of flavor text, can we say that I'm closer to the power generators than them, since they've got the important plot devices? <laughs> I mean, I had kind of imagined based on where you, because you went to storage and they went to royal chambers. Okay, cool. I just, you know, I don't like to assume. Anyways, carry on. While I'm on the stat phone, I link in uh, Laserhawk through the comms. Oh, fuck me. We can do that? I just hold, I just hold them close together. You're, you're in this conversation, Laserhawk. Howdy, howdy, Marina. What's the sitch? We gotta power down the ship. Otherwise, we're gonna have to go on a little trip. And I don't want to. On it, I'm close. Thanks. Yep. You rolled a really high stealth check, so I'll say that you're able to like get to the power generator. What lever or cord looks like it would be the worst to flip or snip? So right now there are people, there's like two guys working in the power generator room, and they're kind of like pulling down dials and levers and things like that. Their lives mean nothing to me, what am I to do? Yeah, there's these two guys, and you see a lot of machinery, and then a big door. Like, it leads to the machinery. Like, it leads further into the actual power generators. Boy, it'd be a shame if someone snuck in there and fucked everything up, so I'm gonna roll the stealth check. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, it'd be a real shame if someone got in there with a 29. Alright, yeah, you stealth your way in. Describe to me what that looks like. So I imagine that they're probably, like, facing whatever dickhead tasks they've been assigned to. If they're looking straight ahead at all their panels, this is over, like, to their uh, left. 
then yeah, I kind of drop out of the uh, vent behind them, flip it back up, and like, uh, uh, Dark Souls roll my way into the room. Okay, uh, and the door opens up into the ceiling. As you're entering in, some lights start activating. And as you're looking into the room, you realize at the center of it all, there is a man. Oh. His hair is long and scraggly and matted with, with dried blood. With both arms connected to the power generators, it's the crafter. Uh, hey, Robert. Uh, how you been? Chapter 61, On a Distant Shore, Part 3 Masks and Mayhem uses the game Mutants and Masterminds by Green Ronin Publishing. We are not affiliated. Be sure to check out our Ko-Fi if you're interested in helping the show grow. The episode was written, produced, and put into a horrific trophy room by myself, R.C. Byler, with production assistance by Brandon Brownson. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review on podchaser.com. Our logo art is by Jen Evans, and our font is by AJ Eisen. Our theme music is by Pope Brandon Brownson. Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com. Is that a humdinger of a cliffhanger to leave off on, R.C.? What the fuck? Poor crafter. Um, I'm interested in the room with all of trophies of our dead friends. Um, disturbing. Yeah, there's a reason I took a picture of that. I want to, like, deep dive analyze that. It's probably going to be my new fun background. I made sure to steal as much shit from there as possible. And you know what? All of a sudden, I'm really happy I took Brigand's Gauntlets, because I'm going to assume that Roberts aren't in the best shape. Uh, you can't see, yeah, you can't see his hands. Uh, yeah, well, I'm going so to- So is he, like, he's, like, so he is, was I right that he's the power source? Tune in next time. Bum, bum, bum. Now I'm, now I'm just wondering about the crafter being the power source. Oh, why didn't I drown in the water? That's a question you really should have brought up. In all fairness, a lot of shit was going down tonight. That's totally fair. <laughs> but you know who's you know who's not going to get an answer? You during the post credits. What do I have to remember to ask you la- next time? I guess so. There wasn't a good time to ask. Actually, there was a great time to ask, and that's when we were dropping off the tablet slash my son at soccer practice. Hindsight being 2020, that was the time to ask, but at that point, we definitely had bigger fish to fry. I had just discovered that that apparently the ship had all the shit we needed. That apparently Prince Douchebag has been using his fucking wall art, because of course he is. But also, can whenever, I don't want to, but if we ever have to fight the Shocktopus, can we call that episode Bigger Fish to Fry? We'll see. I just assumed that we were going to call that one, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. The musical. See, I'm just imagining it as just that one scene from Star Trek Generations where Data goes, oh shit. (sighs) 
Well, it seems like you all are having a great time. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the more fun ones that we've done in a while. Like this whole like future one has been really good, but this one was well, there was a lot of action. There was so much. I felt like we all had stuff we could do, which was fun. Oh yeah, definitely. I got I got to distract people with my my powers. I got to throw some anvils around. I didn't put anyone in a box, be proud. Yeah, not one person. I love episodes where we have to like really capital T think. But I equally like episodes where it's okay, Brock. You sneak and you punch. You punch and you sneak. Welcome to Billy Bob's Sneak Punch Emporium. And by golly, you're king of the sneak punch. King of the sneak punch. Those are always the episodes where I feel the most useful. When I have a row of shit to punch. I like to imagine Brock, it's just sneaking around and you hear the, uh, like, uh, like Pink Panther theme song, and then all of a sudden, it's just like a punch, like out of nowhere. 